Hey there, I'm Ashley, and this is New Day with Ashley. If you're looking for inspiration to make a difference and create lasting impact, then you're in the right place. Get ready to be encouraged by the stories of my guests who have taken risks, overcome challenges, and created opportunities. It's time to make the most of your new day. All right, well, welcome to New Day with Ashley, Chad. Thank you. Yeah, so nice to have you here. Um, and you've made the trek from Sioux Falls. Long, narrow, straight, long, boring, long, boring stretch. <laughs> but here's the deal: I'll do anything for you. So oh, got, gee, wow. Yeah, plug the plug the show. Yeah. So. Uh, but you got to see a lot of the growth that's happening south of town too. Yeah, it seems like any time I drive up here from coming south up, it it's is closer and closer. Closer and like it used to be like you know you had the what the interstate where the casino is. Yep. And then. Forever to Fargo. Right. And now it just seems like... It's creeping up. Creeping. Yeah. It's, it's actually really crazy. It is. Yeah. Far. I know, because yeah. I'll drive down to South Dakota, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. It keeps going. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> it, I don't... It's a, It's not a bad trip, but... So, uh, Beds by Design. Yes. Omni Pillow. Those are your babies. No. <laughs> Pretty much. It seems like that. But is it 17 years? So we started in two, end of 2005. So yeah, oh, okay. 17 years, maybe yeah. more than 18. Wow. It doesn't, uh, honestly, if you say it like that. <laughs> You're it, like, uh, whoa, that's a long that's a, time. That's, it feels like yesterday, but it's really a long time. So, right. Well, yeah. congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, but take us back. We'll get to eventually what, you know, who Beds by Design is. But take us back before that. Because I'm guessing you didn't just wake up one day and you're like, that's it. Yeah. I'm going to have a mattress company. Yeah, that actually is probably the <laughs> furthest thing. <from laughs> if you would have told me in high school that you would be selling mattresses, I would have said you are crazy. <laughs> Not a chance in you know what. But yeah. yeah, I went to, I'm from Brainerd, Minnesota and grew up there. And I started, um, actually started managing a, a movie theater when I was just after I turned 15, going into 16 years old. Wow. Managing the movie theater. Yeah. Um, and back then, the movies are interesting because you, not like today, they're digital, but they're actually film. Sure. So this manager there at the time was a bodybuilder okay. going to a show. I'm, I don't, did you still do that? Yeah, uh, I have done it. You did yeah. that, right? I think. Yeah. And so he, I, rem, I remember two distinct things. Number one <laughs> is that he smelled very, very bad because he was cutting weight or something. So whatever he was eating... <laughs> <laughs> Did not, and I remember distinct. Not, so this is when I was fourteen or fifteen years old, and uh, I just remember this guy like, man, he just go to the bathroom or something, and because uh, it just use some body spray. Yeah, yeah. Well, not from the odor. It was just from passing gas, to be honest. Oh, okay. So, they, I mean, I didn't know how, how I want to say that. So, anyways, got it. And um, so I did, the, or I remember that distinctively. <laughs> and then one day he had to do a show or something. I can't yeah. remember. Bodybuilding show, yeah, that'd be a thing. During his shift. Oh. And he goes, hey, will you take over the store today? It was a three-plex movie theater at the time before it turned into a 10-plex. Will you take over for me? Uh, I got to go do the show. And I had no idea what I was doing, I remember. And he, I said, okay, sure, I'll go get her. I'm, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he left. And um, back then, so the movie theaters had this film. And you actually have to run the film through a projector. Through, okay. It's like a camera like a 35 millimeter camera film like runs yeah, this huge it, projector and um 
and it takes, and he showed me like twice how to do it. And it's got these, you have to have special loops and things to, to create the proper tension for it to run properly. And I remember I did it all and I started the, I think it was the five o'clock show and um, the thing wasn't running <laughs> and it burned a hole right through the film. Mm. Everyone was uh, in chaos. I had no idea what to do. And my buddy who happened to work with me, who was an assistant manager at the time, happened to be walking through the mall, was in the mall. And I'm screaming and hey, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. There's people in there. I'm not going to get this movie started. And he came and helped me uh, get it threaded and we got it running. And he lost his job. The manager lost his job after that. And then, then they gave it to me. So wow. That. <laughs> so that's where I started. Um, started managing. Then we opened up a Templex movie theater right after that. And so I would go to school during the day. And then at nighttime, I would you know, work the theater and probably till oh. one or two in the morning. Wow. Because then, you know, like, for example, I remember Titanic was there. Like, yeah. <gasps> movies come in these reels. There, so Titanic, I think, had 14 reels or 15 reels. I can't wow. remember exactly how many. But, and you have to splice them together by hand. So you get, they go on this huge disc and they spin. And when you get to the end of that reel, because it's only so wide, you have to tape them together to another reel. And you put, the, you literally put a movie together. Wow. Okay. And so that would take, and you would take it apart and then put them back into these canisters and the the movie companies would come pick them up in the morning after the movie ended. So I um, would do that till one or two in the morning uh, and go to school. And I, soon after that, we I ended up coming up to uh, Moorhead to play football. Okay. So that's how I came up to the Moorhead Fargo area. Yeah. And um, I was just going to college at that time. Okay. So when I was playing football, playing football and going to class all the time. <laughs> Uh, or hardly ever. Okay, yeah. And uh, I ended up um, working at like Lone Star here in town for a little bit. And then I worked at Swanson Health Products. Okay. And I uh, wanted to meet with Lee. Lee Swanson was the owner yeah. at the time. And I'm like, hey, you know, like be my mentor. I like to do ownership. So him and I had a couple of conversations. And what were you doing at Swanson? You were working in the corporate office then? I was working at the call center. Okay. So I just. Yeah. Answer Overnight calls. shift, answer, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, answer calls, do the, um, what do you call it, like uh, online ordering. And, yep. and so I did that, and I was obviously wanted to do something more with my life, and management was kind of what I was used yeah. to at a younger age. So right. doing calls seemed kind of like monotonous, but. Sure. And so I was always looking for something more. Mm-hmm. And so worked there for a little while, and met Lee, and great guy, and he gave me a little bit of guidance. Okay. And. He said, hey, if you ever want to do something in future, I mean, maybe we can partner up or whatever. Mm. That was so. Um, and then, then after that, I was, worked at a mattress store for a short period of time. And okay. I thought, hey, this, I could do this for maybe a living, like yeah. something unique. And so. Like the that, sales, like you enjoyed yeah, that part of it the then? sales part of it, yeah. And I suppose you learned all about the products. You yeah, learned all communicate about that to the customer. Yeah. And, and I think the interaction with customers, because it's different each day, mm-hmm. and it just made it. It just made the job more fun. Sure. You know, or it wasn't the same numbers. You're new people, new stories. Sure. New scenarios. And just, I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. So then at at what point was it that you thought, okay, I can make mattresses and sell them? Like, was that the thought or what? Well, at the time, you know, we were doing that as well. We were doing some making as well. And so that we... The furniture store? Yeah. Okay. Making, or it was a mattress store. We were, oh, we were yeah. making them. And I'm like, I think we could do this better and, and um, you know, make a better product and treat our customers even better than 
where I was working at. And so that's really where that stemmed from. Okay. And um, I reached back out to Lee and he said he'd help us out at that time. And we ended up going to, uh, with my uncle, John, not really my uncle, but uncle John at the time. Okay. And he helped us get started and, and, uh, yeah, that was it. So I went from never touching, never thought I would ever touch a mattress <laughs> or even think about selling them to six months going into that. So okay, so you left, you left your job then, and yeah. just you know you had a couple investors then maybe. Yep, had a partner for, for the a short financial. Time and, yeah, and in a, okay. and, and, and an investor and yep. to kind of because you had to create a factory. Yeah, or manufacture. Yeah, yeah, facility. So, and that was in Fargo. That was in Fargo, yep. Okay, so are you, is that the same location you're in right now? No, it's that was in next to the Hornbachers on 13th there. It was in that little okay. back strip mall. Oh, sure. In that corner L back there. We yep. started back in that corner there. Okay. Yeah. So you got some equipment, uh, found materials. Yep. And we had some in, insight from where we worked before where they got some, but we ended up, you know, designing a lot of our own stuff. Okay. And figuring out some of our own ways to make manufacturing and and we did a lot, most of it was, um, we ordered a lot of the, the components and then we would assemble them and, and sure. things like that. We switched then to a couple of years later to the location where we're at now. Okay. And, um, so you all grew your space right. or yeah. yeah. And just a better location. Sure. Too. So we all grew that and, and uh, things were going really well after that. So, yeah. yeah. And they keep going and going. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. And then we opened it shortly after that. So in 2015, or no, 2010, then um, we opened the store in Sioux, Sioux Falls. Yeah. Okay. So had you already moved down to Sioux Falls? No, I went down there just to start the store. Though. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Took my so was wife there... and kids. And, really? Well, youngest one was just born, and we just... We're moving. So was there a need that you were seeing down there, or...? You know, I, I don't I don't really recall if there was a need. Uh, we just wanted to expand, I think. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, hey, and I feel like Sioux Falls is kind of similar to Fargo. Yeah. Most of the people we talked to, they said if, if something is in Sioux Falls, um, they're typically in Fargo and vice versa. Right. They're, so if it was working in Sioux Falls, it's working in Fargo and, and vice similar versa. Similar economies. And yeah. So that's really kind of, I think, the thought process. Back of like, then. hey, we can make this work there. Yeah. Let's expand. Cool. Um, so was that a big risk of like, okay, yeah, hopefully I'm going to make some money. Um, because you were married yeah. at the time and had yeah. kid or one child. I, I, I remember we, I just signed an interest only mortgage. Okay. And I think at the time it was for my buddy. It was like, not for him, but he was building our house like 11 or 12%. <laughs> okay. Interest only. And I remember we couldn't afford any furniture. And the only sure. thing we had is we went to a Home Depot and got a $3,000 couch and a love seat. And that's the only thing that we had in our entire house. Wow. In fact, we couldn't even turn the heat on because we couldn't afford it. And so we wow. would actually turn the heat on for a short spurt at night, till like nine in our room, okay. get our bedroom warm. Sure. And shut it off. Yeah. yeah. Keep the door shut. Keep the door shut. Yep. And then hopefully by morning, you know, make it till morning. Which right. Now and then I, you're going to be leaving the house. Yeah. And yeah. Now I think about that, like, that wow. kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. I, really, I haven't thought about that for a while. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's always obviously the risk. We believe, I mean, I, I, I think we just believe that we knew that we could do something and mm-hmm. that it was some a demand that that we could fulfill and we could do and build something. I think part of a good business or it's just the belief that you can do it. Yeah. I mean, I think that is... Having that belief. Having yeah. that belief. Mm-hmm. That 
and I think the younger you are, the less fear you have. Of, sure. Like you, you're just naive to the older I get. If I think back now, I don't know if I would. Sure. Have taken have those chances yeah, or would, risks. You know, yeah. Back then, you, there's nothing to lose. Right. Because you can always build over. You can always do something different. But the older you get, the more risky it becomes, I think. Right. And risk adverse we become too. Right. Right. Starting over or. Yeah. Not a lot of earning power. There's not a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in the forties or whatever, but um, so walk us up to now like current day beds by design, um, two locations, factories in both places. You're making beds. You're making lots of other products. Um, the beds, like I'm saying, like I've had my bed since like 2016, <laughs> uh, and I, I think I brought it in last year to get it like refreshed. So it's like. You guys take them apart and replace what is needed. So it's like yeah. the only bed I'll ever have to buy. I, I think that's really why I love my job the most is I really enjoy helping people. Mm-hmm. And not to say the name brand beds are bad or anything like that, but, you know, they're, but we being able to the fact that you can, you know, adjust it or fix it or trade it in or make alterations, basically like an auto shop for your car to me, I sure. thought is just a no-brainer. A tune-up, yeah. Like a tune-up. Yeah. And, you know, your car is not going to last forever. And when the tire goes bad, you don't destroy the car. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You just go yeah. Get the tire fix. And, and bedding is not like that. You sure. know, um, same thing with the couches. Typically, if the cushion's bad, people just replace the cushion. They don't throw away the couch and go buy another one. Right. But yeah. bedding beds seems to be the one thing that most people do. One, because you can't get it fixed. Sure. And so I think that's what I mostly love about what I do is the fact that we can help people. And then the fact that you can change it and adjust it and right on location or whatever, wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. And which by being able to do that has enabled us to expand into other product lines that we would never even thought of. Sure. And when we moved to the Sioux Falls locations, we were still ordering components from, you know, vendors that were pre something, you know, pre-made for us, like the tops of beds and borders and things like that, where then we would do more of the assembly in, in house. But then, we forward integrated in buying machines that we do all the quilting and all these, right. all the things that we can do. And then we ship all the stuff up to the, the Fargo store here okay. or other locations that we hope to do here. And, mm-hmm. and, and so that enables us to come up with creative new things. Sure. You know, so we do a lot of like boat beds and RVs and rough sizes and angle, you know, angles and cushions. And we do, I mean, just a wide range now because we're right. able to have the flexibility to use not only the, the 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 remnants that we have, but mm-hmm. um, be able to just do custom sizes because of that. Right, like forward. people have unique bed shapes. They're like, yeah, we have an old lake cabin, and we had these little bunk beds. Yeah, but they're long, so we needed a mattress for that. And I know you guys did some for those. We're like, yeah, we don't want to compromise whoever's sleeping out here. Right, <laughs> and and you're in it right, like all the time. So yeah, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, um, I think what is it, 33 years, yeah. you had said? So like a third of your life, which, okay, there's 24 hours in a day, so we should be sleeping eight hours a yeah. night. So that is a third of your life, yeah, 33 years. It is, and when I was in college here, I'm, I had, I was a roommate with four girls, great girl, <laughs> they played volleyball, great, really great mm-hmm. people. And I, sl- I remember sleeping, I had that closet. And the, there was just a queen bed in there at the time. And I mean, the thing was, I think it's just a piece of crap, you know, <laughs> right. like you can't afford anything. And I find it interesting now as I'm in, into bedding, how little value we as people 
actually put on sleep in right. general and what a mattress is. And, you know, you spend a third, like you said, 33 years of your life and you have people all spend 60 grand on a car and five years later, the car's worth 20. Right. And so they're willing to lose 40 grand on a vehicle, but you know, a thousand dollar bed makes them like cringe. Right. Or two thousand dollar bed, bed makes right. them cringe. Yeah. And, I, and it should be opposite. You should be spending forty thousand dollars on, on your beds. bed. Yeah. And so, the mindset for people, we're trying to you know help them understand that they don't realize the imp- because maybe you can't. It's not sexy, and you can't show it off, and you can't, you know, whatever versus right. a car and brag about it maybe. Um, but it's the only piece of furniture that can directly affect your health. Right. And I like truly to. believe that. I mean, yeah. health. So I have this, even a smart ring. Oh, I never heard of it. Yeah. So it's called the aura ring. So look at that. I see that. Yeah. So it has all these sensors in it. So I sleep with it on. Huh. And so it tells you your body temperature, but it'll all about your sleep. It's really all about sleep. That is cool. Yeah. Um, I'll have to send you the link to it. But anyway, um, so, I mean, like you said, sleep directly impacts your health. Yeah. Your health and then the, what you, how you, you know, treat your family or your wife or right. your, how you work the next day or yeah. however. I mean, and so. I slept really well. That's why I'm really, no. Yeah, yeah that's why you're in a great <laughs> yeah. mood. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's just one of the things that we don't put a lot of value in and mm-hmm. we're trying to, you know, and I think maybe just for the fact that people know that they buy something, they're probably stuck with it or they, the whole process is painful and if they don't like it, they're stuck with it. So I think a lot of people get stuck in that. I'll just do it later and don't realize the health benefits of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if you aren't sleeping properly, you know, and then talk about pillows. Yeah. So, so when did Omni pillow? So we've got these machines and we do a lot of the sewing and we, you know, we have a 76 year old seamstress that works for us down there along with another you know, older lady. And, and so we were, uh, here, or no, Henry Ford said it best one time where he talks about how, like when they would ship car parts, okay, he would have the, um, the manufacturers send the, the parts in a specific crate size okay, every single time. Because then he would take the crate and use that for the flooring in the vehicles. Oh, so he, didn't, he was sure. using every component. And then they would burn the remnants and then he ends up turning that into Kingsford charcoal. Okay. Right? So he used, he just was very good at maximizing yeah. everything that we have and being very, you know, eco-friendly. Yeah. There's a place in Tennessee, uh, a whiskey place that does the same thing. They're like hmm. 99% renewable from the barrel wow. to the watt. Like everything is, they resell. Wow. And so we're in the same boat. Like we, we're a local manufacturer and not many places in the world are in, in America that are, are you, can you buy some from something really from the people that make it? Sure. Right? Like, mm-hmm. where else can you buy something that's made here? Like right, made right eyes. here. Yeah. You can walk back in there and, and watch your right. bed being made. And so um, we were like, okay, how do we, we have spare components. We have other things. Like, yeah. how do we use this that we're not throwing it away? Right. And so. When it's good material. good material. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, it would be one thing if it was, yeah. Yeah. But it, and so uh, the seamstress lady, she said, hey, we should turn one of those things into a pillow. Hmm. Like, can we Can we do that? And it took us about two and a half years and we ended up, I thought, hey, it's not a bad idea. Like your seam, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And so um, it took about two years to come up with the concept of OmniPillow and testing. And we were once a mattress factory or a manufacturer making beds. And now we seem to become known as a pillow company that <laughs> sure. sells mattresses because the pillow has become so successful for us that we've never have imagined that. Wow. 
by just by utilizing our resources that we right. have. And so we're onboarding with Macy's right now. Um, wow. And so that if that process continues through, that would be great. And yeah. uh, we were in 160 plus chiropractic locations in the country where they, they, they had like 30 pillows sent to their station or something oh. like that. And they, they did a testing of all of it and they picked ours over everyone. So wow. yeah. that's been great. So we you know, trying to just, uh, it's, if you think about where you, we've come from and where we continue to go, it, everything just kind of seems to be, yeah. Not, is it random or is it? Well, falling into place. Yeah. Like really. Yeah. Like I, I just don't know how that happens. Sometimes it's just being at the right place at the right time. And, and even your beds are going to be carried in, in Iowa. Yeah. So we're been working with, you know, NDSU has all of it. Yeah. I was going to talk about that too. And so we're, that was been a great, you know, starting our wholesale expansion. Okay. Really. And, um, be, now we're in this other company out of Iowa. Where we're like, Hey, we have your beds. We want them. We want to sell them. We want to sell your pillows. We want to sell your beanbags. We want to carry all your stuff. And so sure. now we're expanding into like wholesale wholesale. Wow. So it's, you know, another opportunity for us. Yeah. And we're excited about that. And we have a lot of other stuff coming up the works that we're excited about too. And cool. yeah, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's, just, it's yeah. really exciting and really blessed. Too, yeah. Like, but yeah, um, you mentioned NDSU. So like all of the dorms is that yeah. they have your beds. Yeah. Wow. And you guys even did like custom, like NDSU yeah. things on the mattress. So being able to, the manufacturing in-house is just a huge benefit for us. So we put all their logos in their beds and so the students come in and they're Pretty looking cool. at they're like they have beds with their logos in it yeah you know? <laughs> this is why they're winning so many championships <laughs> right no i'd like to think that but no i mean it, it's just you know it just the the machines that we got just helped us so much to yeah. get to where we're at and actually it was actually by chance because there's this company that was going out of business that hmm. when we got our first machines that hey we're going on we're, we're actually upgrading they weren't going out of business they're upgrading and we just got these machines. Do you guys want to like random? And at the time <laughs> in Sioux Falls, we didn't have much room for it. And I thought, well, well, we can make our own stuff. And, you know, so, yeah. and they, you know, the company you were buying and stuff from, you just never know. And so anyways, I, we ended up buying these machines. And then about a <laughs> five months later, the owner of the company that we were buying our raw goods from uh, dies tragically. And oh, no. he was, he was uh, changing the tire on his BMW and the jack failed. Oh, and so no. they came in and a couple of days later and the music's playing. And so uh, that company ends up going out of business or shutting down sure. because of the guy. So it's just a matter like we, if we would never got the wow. machines, we would have been kind of a different spot. And yeah, this domino effect, you know, wow. kind of, kind of yeah, just move down, you know. Yeah. So again, like certain things happening at the right time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, bean bags too, pet beds. Yeah, I mean, like sky's the limit. It like. is yeah, being able the manufacture the equipment that we have, and, and because beds are unique and squares, and we do a lot of custom, we just have all this very good excess and of um, remnants that mm -hmm. we can make from dog beds too. There's a, a pet store in Sioux Falls that are carrying our dog beds, and so like yeah, it's just a byproduct of having and trying to maximize. And then the phone, like so, our bean bags were. You know, if someone buys something from us, like a queen bed, and they and let's say you bought a queen. Did you buy a queen? I don't know. King, king, king. Yeah. Let's say you would have bought. My a dad queen. thought it was ridiculous at the time. Your good decision. He's though, like, right? you don't need a king size bed. I'm like, I, I yes, I do, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I can make my own decisions. Thank you. Yeah. I'm 27. <laughs> yeah, whatever you are. At the time. Whatever I was. Yeah. Um. No, like, 
if you buy a queen and you want to, let's say, go to a king, we'll give you know half your money back for the queen and we'll build you a new king. Well, we can't sell the other bed as new or right. Or, and most of the time, 70% of the components, the foam has never been touched and it's good. Right. So instead of throwing that away or going to the dump, um, we were donating a lot of it to like women's battered shelters and, sure. you know, trying to help out mm-hmm. in that regard. But then we were like, well, maybe we can turn it into something that's more practical. And, sure. and so we ended up again with the machines, like the shredding machine, like we started hmm. making giant bean bags. Bean bags so they're not yeah. even bean, like they're, I mean, how would you explain them? Like, I don't know. Carl loves it though. Yeah, it's like a giant pillow. He just wanted to get rid of the couch and everything. I'm yeah. like, we're not getting rid of our couch. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> He's like, like, all we need is bean bags. I'm like, okay. <laughs> layer them around. Yeah, that's what he wanted. They are, yeah, they're way more comfortable. They're great. Than couch. Yeah, yeah. So, they are great. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so they kind of like they are supportive. They're not like your right. foam beans. bead yeah. things, whatever. Um, but it's like a supportive, like it's like a hug. Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a mini bed. Is really yeah. what it is. Shredded out. I mean, it just mm-hmm. so. And my kids like, all the time are flipping in and jumping in and making. Yeah, just love those. I'm yeah. pretty sure the girls have slept on them, you know. And I'm like, oh, well. We did one. I know we did that, one yeah. where they, the kids were just, they had three of them for Christmas. And I don't think they slept in their bed for like. <laughs> Month. Months. Of that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I never would have never thought. Remember that. Like, oh, wow. We have these nice beds, you know. Yeah, but. <laughs> oh. Um, so. Things haven't always just been like just easy come and falling into place probably either. Um, well, I mean, a lot of times they have. But any challenges, like big challenges that you've? I think owning a business in general is a challenge, <laughs> you know. Um, and you're going to go through from, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, something that, I mean, from the beginning process, it's always, it's it's hard because you you know, my level you're it's all you have so sure. you're there every day you're there when he goes home mm-hmm. unlike a typical employee where you can get to check out yep. at five you don't get to check out and i think that's probably the most challenging part where and my wife will probably say this too is i'm home but am i really home sure you know yeah. probably not like and so you know if i have a couple of days off or i'm out of there at all yeah i can, I can start to detach yeah. And, yeah but it takes a couple of days but mm-hmm. for sure it's I think that's the most challenging is dealing with it's always there mm-hmm. and always worry. And maybe not because I'm worried about probably like the status. I mean, obviously we want to keep growing, but you know, you could, you, you know, I think I have 35 employees or 30 employees, Are you okay? 30, 35 employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and your decisions kind of affect them too. Right. And so I'm worried that, you know, I'm always trying to do the best thing for them too. And mm-hmm. so you get a lot more weight on your shoulders when you have that many people too that you're trying to take care of and do the right thing for everyone. And, you know, but at the same time, yeah. they, they can never do anything right. <laughs> They're like your kids, right? Like right. you expect so much in perfection, but yet they, you're never happy when they do good things <laughs> because it can always be better. Sure. You know? Yeah. And so... I think those are made a lot of the challenges and, and getting started is always a challenge too. I think the hardest thing for any business is really just starting. Mm-hmm. Like you can say, I'm going to open it just to you, you get it started. Yeah. It's all that process up to that. And then I think that's where a lot of people like shut down where I think once you actually get it started, even whatever the name is and actually yeah. start doing it, mm-hmm. 
most of the time, I think you'll figure it out, but it's, yeah. I think most people getting get started. Yeah. Getting started. Do you think they're just scared? Yeah. Is that like I scared? Think, it's not going to work. Maybe not know what to oh, do. Okay. I think my, I think my biggest flaw is probably perfectionism where I think for a while you don't want to do anything unless it's perfect. Sure. And mm -hmm. I think so perfection can be debilitating. Yeah. Right. Of, you know, uh, implementation I, yeah. because you, it has to be perfect. And I, and I find myself telling the employee, I see that in my, in some staff where they'll come to me and say, well, you know, working on this big deal, can we, can we do that? Or, you know, are we gonna have the pillow stuff here in time? Or so they're, they're afraid to make decisions because of that, you know, sure. And I, Hey, don't worry about, you know, I think the best advice would be get the deal done and we'll make it happen. We mm -hmm. can be open 24 seven. We can we'll have to stay late. <clears throat> Excuse me. We can stay late. We can. There's a thousand things we can do if we get a deal versus being afraid to get a deal. Sure. Because you can't. You may not be able to complete it. Yeah. You know. And I think uh, that would be. I think one of my biggest pieces of advice would be. Yeah. Just get it done. Sure. Complete a deal and then figure out how to do it later. Say yes. You will yeah. never be ready. <laughs> I don't think you can ever have it be ready and have it be perfectly lined up. I think it's like kids, right? Like I have buddies like, oh, we're going to, when we're ready. <laughs> Never. They, they haven't been ready. It's been 15 sure. years. Right. right. Yeah. And I think you're not, I don't think any parent is ready. And I think it, that's the same thing with the business. Yeah. Um, there was a story about Boom Chicka Pop. Have you ever heard? I have not heard of that. They're from Mankato. They were from Mankato. They sold for whatever billion dollars, you know. Uh, but it was one of those deals where they got in with like the Vikings or twins and they were like, we don't even have equipment to produce this much popcorn. How are we going to do it? And they're yeah. like, we'll figure it out, you know. But they wouldn't have gotten to where they are now probably if they hadn't just said, yes, we will figure it out. Yep. At FedEx is actually, there's a great story where they're around really strictly because of that, where mm -hmm. they were on the verge of bankruptcy. He actually was going to the casino to, um, I mean, gamble their last paycheck. They had zero Gee. money. And they, this lady called up and said, "Hey, I need a, I need my wedding dress. It's got it's wherever flown. I can't remember where it was stuck at, and no one else would do it. And so they chartered a private plane, flew this lady <laughs> oh, wow. her wedding dress, and and she had a successful wedding. Well, it was right. the daughter of Kodak. Oh, so the, here wow. there, she's at okay. this wedding with all these huge executives and telling them how telling great them this company, yeah. FedEx is." For going above and beyond it, and from that point on it there where they're at now because of yeah. a big reason was because of that yeah saying yesterday when they didn't even have the money right right yep. they, they were they were going broke like it cost them for one dress probably five grand ten grand or whatever it right. was to fly across Flight, the country yeah but that one decision of saying yes we'll figure it out we'll get it done changed their entire business yeah you know so, so talking about customer service, like your guys' customer service is phenomenal, I would say. Yeah. Um, like the people in your stores are so knowledgeable. Um, and, you know, like your website, there's, there's videos explaining things. Um, and you guys just have like a fun company culture yeah. from what I see and, yeah, and yeah. like your ads and stuff. Yeah. It, they're funny, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's too serious out there anyways to, and life is too short to take like, you know, yeah. take things too serious. And our goal is to have a, uh, to be knowledgeable and help people. And one of the biggest learning lessons I learned was probably from my grandpa 
when we he was really young and he said you do as you say and you say as you do and you're only as good as your name everything else doesn't mean anything and i've always remember that mm, like mm-hmm. so as a, as what we try to do with our customers is we always try to do those things you say do as we say say as we do yeah take care of them because you're if you don't take care of your customer after buy after they buy it purchase from you or you don't have why would they ever come back sure and so we we want to take care of every customer and you know i i preach to the team of like it's your grandma if every phone call that person calls <laughs> imagine old granny on the other end yeah and how you would treat her sure and i if, like that yeah you, and that's how you should treat her every you know Hey, can you help me move this? Yeah, if it was, your, if it was for your grandma, <laughs> you you know, we've done would. that before. Where we've had a, a lady ask us to move her upstairs furniture to the basement or sure. things like that, and I believe that will get you way further in any business mm. um, by being helpful and like Chick Fil A does that well, like yeah. take care of their customers and and than anything you could ever do worrying about profit. Right, and it's like um, you know even that word of mouth. Just that yeah. trickles out so far like that. Even that FedEx deal you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, a lady that we moved her upstairs to the downstairs, I mean, she, even if she doesn't like her mattress, which I would have a hard time with, <laughs> but let's just say she does, she's not going to remember that. She's going to remember what we did for her. Yeah. And to me, that's so much more valuable um, than any monetary or mm-hmm. anything else. Has that always been like something that's, you know, been a belief that you've had or is it kind of developed over years too? I think I've always had a, what is that? Like a helpful personality or a steward or um, I can't think of the the name of it now, but I've always been help. I've always, I've always found huge enjoyment of helping people, Sure. whether it's the neighbor pulling her weeds out. Mm -hmm. Like I always got very good satisfaction from helping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's always been our model from, carrying over to like sure. I think it's always been part of me there um so talking about sleep as an entrepreneur I want to know how much sleep you get <laughs> <laughs> we were talking say, all about sleep you know I'm like okay you're a busy guy yeah I would say that when we started there wasn't a lot of sleep <laughs> um but I think over time um it's gotten better. Okay. I used to be up until one or two in the morning. <laughs> right. Yeah. It sounded I'd like. I would be up, you know, fairly early, not too early. Sure. And I would never see my wife. Like, we would never, she, you never come to bed because she would go to bed early. Early. Yeah. yeah. At, or probably at a normal time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> early to me, but normal to her. And then now I surprise her from time to time where I'm in, I'll go to bed at nine or 10. But I'm also, it's sure. inverted where I used to be up eight, you know, get up at eight or nine and stay sure. up later. I find that when I'm alone, whether it's the drive from here or to, whether it's at nighttime mm-hmm. is the only time where I'm act- I can actually kind of process things okay. and ideas start to form and yeah. my creative because it's if, your creative time. Yeah. Right, when the kids are up or I'm or talking or whatever, anyone's up in the room yeah. moving, I, I distracted. It's, I, will, I will not get to the level I need to be at. Sure. So when I'm alone or whatever, that, I find that I get the optimal creativity flowing. And so I've inverted from staying up late now, but I'll get up early now. I'll get up early. So I'll get yeah. up at four thirty, couple days a week, play basketball in the morning with okay. some friends, and and then after that, I get to work by six, six thirty, and now I got two, three hours in the morning. Sure. And then I can still be there for the kids, and so I find it's yeah. actually improved a lot the relationship with my family and kids. Sure. When I first started, we know my wife, we 
<laughs> we would, I'd be at work from nine to nine. She had, we had three kids that are right in a row and God bless her heart for doing that. <laughs> she is phenomenal. And you know, I can do it without her. It just, she just was a rock. But then we would deliver the beds in a pickup truck after hours. Sure. In a blue little pickup truck, you know? And I mean, I didn't see. Sure. In fact, I asked her the other day, I go, I don't know. In fact, I didn't ask her. I told her, I said, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think feeding kids is that difficult. I don't. <laughs> and she was like, well, it's because you never did. You, you weren't you, here. You weren't here. So like, how would you know? Because we're making some comment. I think it's because of our friends of ours were feeding. And I'm like, I don't remember being that hard. Yeah. She's like, yeah, because you weren't here. Our kids were never picky. Yeah. Because yeah, you weren't around. So I'm trying to make up for it now, like later on here and yeah. be there and for them. And, well, that's good. Yeah. So do you have, you don't have like a, do you have a set nighttime routine then? Um, I'd like to develop one. I don't have yeah. one. So <laughs> I, I, that the worst, I, that's probably my worst aspect where I don't, I mean, I'm just a go, go, go. Yeah. And I mean, nine, 10 o'clock, if I have to get up where I just, I'll just go to bed. So it's a good thing that you have a good bed. Yes. Else this could be, I mean, there's yeah. nothing better. And well, you kind of forget how, when we, I remember laying in bed one time thinking, I can't believe we made this. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just kind of surreal where you think we actually make things that you sleep on. Like right. here, like you're sleeping on my yep. stuff, our product. And my pillow. Yeah. And your pillow. <laughs> Maybe the beanbag. Yep. And your cat. Like everything you're at home sleeping on, I'm probably eight hours a night. Or you're yeah. like, we're responsible for. And I think that's kind of a cool thing. Not in an ego way, but just a no, cool like, thing. Who would have thought, you know, those yeah. days that you were um, trying to heat your yeah. one bedroom. To stay warm. And to stay warm to now, and your products are going like wholesale yeah. and yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah. So 17 years or. Almost, yeah. Yeah. So what's Al- five? Almost 18. Almost 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty incredible. So um, one last piece of advice or encouragement if someone's looking to start their own business I think you kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing, it just, it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we strive. One of the, I think I saw this thing from these guys one time, and they call it like the million-dollar FBI combo. And it's basically realizing that if I gave you $5 million today, and this can go for employees too. If I gave you five million dollars, how ecstatic would you be, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that'd you'd be, be great. Going home yeah, to your kids and Carl, and we're going wherever, and you'd yeah. be living life. But if I gave you five million dollars and you couldn't wake up tomorrow, what would you choose? Mm. And I like that statement because, but yet you don't have the same enthusiasm as you do if you would have got the five million dollars. Right. And I think every day, if we look at that point of view, mm-hmm. where it's, I'm a, being, waking up, whether whatever is worth more than that. that I think yeah, life right. would be a lot easier. And, or the same, and I use the FBI the analogy is similar where, you know, if you go to work, I use this for some of the staff to, to think about how if you go to work, now let's say the next day the FBI comes to your door and says, hey, Ashley, today we're going to follow you around on hidden camera. Like we have a job happening. 
and how and, and what you would do to do that, right? Sure. You'd be so pumped, right? You're going yeah. to work. No one knows that you're coming to work. You're all the tasks you're doing could be. We can't tell you what we're looking for, but we're just going to mic you. We're going to follow you around the entire day. And it's amazing how much different you would be and how much work you would do because that sure yeah. first doing the exact same job, right? Mm-hmm. No difference. Yeah. But just the belief that you're being watched or that it had some meaningful value sure. versus not. And I think if all entrepreneurs and people woke up with that mindset would help them immensely because it, money doesn't matter. You know, all that, all that stuff doesn't matter if you don't wake up tomorrow and keeping that in perspective, maybe won't make you so fearful and more, you know, and so, you know, worried about things that you can't control, mm-hmm. whether it's competition, whether it's whatever mm-hmm. might keep you somewhat more grounded and yeah. opportunities would open up. Yeah. Well, that's good. I've never heard that, you know, or thought of that. So yeah, I like that. I, I really yeah. like that. It's, yeah. it can be powerful when you I think Kirk Cousins does it too. And I think it's more morbid this way, but he actually has a jar full of uh, rocks. Okay. And he went to like a mortuary table, but the rocks are how much life he has left expect expectancy. So okay. every month when he goes into his house, he pulls a rock out. Oh, gee. And so, he know, I mean, that's it. <laughs> wow. I mean, that, you know, it's, you know, it, it's interesting when you start thinking that it, it's short, you know, you, you see it, you can actually visualize mm-hmm. time. And I think it would make us all probably react differently, treat people differently. Right. Um, it could be just a, a, a completely different outlook of what life is. Yeah. Well, Chad, this has been great. Um, thanks for yeah. sharing like your story. This is my first time. So I, I Hey, know. you're a natural. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but yeah, no, it was great. Um, yeah. Thanks for being open about your story, uh, the struggles that you've had, challenges you've overcome and, and also now the success you're experiencing. And well, if we can help any other entrepreneur, I think any of it, like in these conversations mm-hmm. that you do, I yeah. think it, people like to know that other people have gone through it. Right. And there's, what is it? misery enjoys company <laughs> right, right? Like, yeah. but they know that they've gone through it or they're and they're out of it right working. i think would be wish i would have had that i think so encouraging yeah i mean the only other last off the topic advice i would give people is to find i have two or three close friends that are mm. that are very successful okay and that have gone through it and i think having those conversations really helps too where you can bounce those ideas off of them and you know they can help pull you up Right. Of like, yep, you're going to go through this you're gonna and, go through it and it, you're going to come out the other side and yeah. it's going to be okay. I think that's, that's been very helpful as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing your wisdom too. And you bet. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Wow. What a great episode. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always so inspiring sharing these stories. Remember to like and subscribe. I would love if you could leave me a five-star review. This helps us reach and engage with more people. Join me next week. And until then, make the most of your new day.